Starting at the mission at the bottom of the page on Davchov Vav Amud Beis for our review. We are learning Lili Nishmas from Abashmol Shimon, Mayor Nisham Abnaliah, Naftali Yosef, Ben, Nachaim Nisan Alevi, Mayor Nisham Abnaliah, and Daniel Bernard Baruch, Ben, Yudaleib, the Amy. You got it. Mayor Nisham Abnaliah. I'm learning slowly but surely, I'm catching on. And, uh, and also for Shleim and Tolu need it. Thank you very and much. And that's this. And I grow it in Mazel Tov for Okay. Did you announce on Mazel At the bottom, at the Mishnah. Chav Yesterday was Chav Zayin. It didn't announce on Mazel Tov. Mazel Tov, what? Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov. This Mazel Right. Right. Okay, okay. Mazel Tov for the Bar Mitzvah. Zayin and Tolu Bar Mitzvah. That was right. Mazel Tov. Okay. Okay, somebody who buy. Okay, so we started the mission at the bottom of the page on the Chavavam Beis yesterday. Somebody purchases a field from his father, and then the father passes away. Okay, and then he was makdish the field, so that's called a steachuza, and uh, therefore it has a halacha of a steachuza that if he doesn't redeem it when it comes, yeah, uh, when it comes yoyvo, uh, then he's uh, basically loses it to the kanim. If, however, he was Makdashit and then the father died, um, uh, one second. Um, right. If he was Makdashit and then the father dies, um, meaning he was Makdashit before the father dies, that is like a stay mikna. And therefore, it will, it has a limited time to the, to the, to the Akdash. The Akdash will last only up until Yovel. Because he only owns it up until Yovel at the time that he was Makdashit. Can be Makdash more than he owned at the time. And therefore, it's a Ste Mikna, it will go right back to him on Yovel. Very big practical difference. That's the Shita of Rameyer in the Mishnah. Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon argue, and they say that even there, being that it is the field that he is, is expecting to inherit from his father, so therefore, it's like a Ste and that's based on the pasuk Asher loy misteachuz. Also, it's not reuyaliosteachuz, and this is fit to be a steachuz because uh, if if his father passes away, he will be inheriting it. That's the basic. That's the principle, and that's the idea. Um, now, a field of a purchase, of course, doesn't go to the kanemun yovel because you cannot be makdish what's not yours. Next, <laughs> and the last thing that we saw in the mission is that kanemun levim. They can be always makdish, and they can always redeem. It doesn't matter before Yovel, after Yovel, it's all the same. And that's the halacha. Okay, so the Gemara, that's the end of the mission. So the Gemara wanted to know, where's the makor for this idea that if you buy a field from your father, purchased it, and then you makdish the field, um, and then the father passes away, so you're makdish before the father died, so it's like a steachuza. That's from im stei miknaso vim es stei miknaso asher lo misteachuza. So it's not reuyolio steachuza. This is reuyolio steachuza. That's rebuild from Shimon that you don't even need to actually own it at the time. And then that's one. Uh, that's the sheet of rebuild from Shimon. The mayor says no. Look, when you buy a field from the father. And the father dies first, and then you remarkdish it. That's like a steachuza, and that's based on the pasuk. Okay, so basically he uses the pasuk to teach us this day, that that when he, when the father dies before the hekdish, then I still need a pasuk. So that's the question. The question is, what is the machlokas exactly between 
Rameyer versus Rabbiut and Rabshimin. So the Gemara explains that maybe this is the Machlokas. Rameyer holds Kinyan Peros Kikinyan Guftam. What does that mean? That means that the rights and privileges that you have in using the property for all practical purposes, all the income that can be come from this property is yours. So that's the same as having the Kinyan Guf. And therefore, it's fully, fully owned by you. Okay? And if that be the case, so I need a pasuk to tell you that, that even if daddy dies now, before I make it hagdish, that it transfers into a steachusa. Why should it? I already own it completely. There's nothing missing from my ownership. It's kikinyan aguftami. You're and therefore, of the ownership. And therefore, you need a pasuk already to tell me that, it's, uh, that, that it turns into a steachusa. Even if the father dies at this point, because I bought it already, that's why I need one pasuk for that. There's no room for an extra drasha according to Reb Meir, Chamod, and and Reb Yudah, Reb Shimon both hold that Kenya Paris is lavka Kenya Guftami. So therefore, obvious that's too obvious when you buy a property, you don't really own it all the way. It's like a rental, and if it's only like a rental. So then, as soon as the father dies, it, of course, reverts into a steachuz. You don't even need a pasuk for that. So then, what do you need a pasuk for? For the next level. Okay, so that's what the Gemara says. The problem is, is that... Level of this generation? No, next level meaning for, for a step further, where you were makdashit before the father passed away, it's still considered a steachuz. That's the point. Comes along from Nachmar Yitzchak and says, that's beautiful, except for one thing. That means that we're going to be forcing ourselves to say that Rabbi Yudam Shimon don't hold Kenyan Paris Kikinyan Guftami. And we know that's a basically accepted opinion. So we'd rather say that they really hold Kenyan Paris is Kikinyan Guf. Aye, if that's the case. So then what, how are they able to see a, a further drasha? They should need to darshan like Rabbi Meir. So the answer is that they saw an added component in the text because it, it just says, Misde Miknaso Asher Losteachuz also. That's one level, or asher lo achuza. Why does it say miste achuza? That implies that it doesn't need to be, even at that juncture, an actual ste achuza, just a potential ste achuza. And that's the, that's the riot. Okay. Next we talked about is kahanim and levim. Okay. Kahanim and levim can be maktish le'olam. Um, um, they, can, they can always be maktish. So what is that uh, issue? So what's, the, what's that talking about? So we understand Kahanim can always redeem. They're not, they're not subject to Yovel, that they lose it when it comes Yovel or something like that. Really? No, that's right. The Kahanim's property and the Levim's property, mind you, you're protected. Okay, you. It's good that's to all. know the Levim yeah. amongst us are protected. So if we're stuck, we know where to knock on whose door to knock. Okay. And you called you. Okay. Um, right. So, but that's as opposed to Israel, where who can't redeem it once uh, only up until Yovel. That's the only op- opportunity to redeem it. Yeah, that's yeah. And what? The don't have stay at <laughs> that's minor. Dis- that's another subject. <laughs> that's completely besides the point. For some reason. <clears throat> yes, I mean. They have the cities of the Levian, yeah. so that is their Achuza. Yeah. And, right, and the Kohanim actually Right, right. Right, there is the Ir Kohanim, Nov Ir Kohanim. There are such things as a, as, a, as a city of the Kohanim, so that's their Achuza. It's not the same uh, Shetach, they don't have the same 
broad area to plant. That's not what they're. But they might have a, a parcel, or they might have. A, right, exactly. But they and and also the haramim that go to the kohanim or right. whatever these things they become their chuzah also as well. Bottom line is there's nothing they don't they can always redeem it. They always have an opportunity to get it back. Um, anyway, so that I understand why there's a chiddush in uh, in in uh, that they can redeem because it's a opposed as opposed to the the Yisrael who can't redeem it only up until Yovel. Okay, um, but what do you mean by makdishin? Now, uh, what are you contrasting it to? Kohanim and Levim can always be makdish. A Yisrael, um, even a Yisrael can always be makdish. Now you say, wait a second, not true. On the year of Yovel, according to Shmuel, Levi, um, uh, they cannot be Makdish, I thought. Kohen and Levi? Yisraelim. So the Gemara says that's true if you hold like Shmuel. But what if you, hold, what if you don't hold like Shmuel? So, like, you're stuck, right? Because um, Rav holds that you can always be Makdish, even Yisrael can be Makdish in the year of, uh, of, of uh, during Yovel, even. As we've seen, as we've seen that machlokas earlier. So the Gemara says, why are we singling out Karnal Levim? It's true even for Yisraelim. So the Gemara says, you're right. But what about the Chiddush of, the, let's read the rest. It says, does it make a difference before Yovel or after Yovel? Is there any extra Chiddush in the before Yovel, after Yovel? No. So, but the, since the Reisha had to talk about all these things before Yovel and after Yovel, so the Seif also talked about it. Same thing, just like the Reisha said, in Makdishin, so here we're saying, Makdishin, you're right, it doesn't always have to be a Chiddush, it's just there to, to keep, to discuss symmetry. all, the for the symmetry of the Mishnahs, exactly. And that's the end of, right, we've had that concept many times, and that's the end of the last. Even, even, even though there is a, and this is an extreme case, you know, the Egdish of uh, land. Yeah. So, I mean, we know that Kohanim uh, don't, don't own land. Well, he might be uh, somebody who was Egdish, who somebody Egdish it to him. Right, and then it came to him. Right, so, that's true. He, so he might have land. Exactly, that's exactly right. Okay, so that brings us to the next topic, which is, what about somebody who's Magdish's field when Yovel is no longer relevant? So there is no Yovel. So then the whole system is not there anymore. There's no system anymore where you have to redeem at a flat particular rate that's set, preset pricing. So then it goes to a regular rule of bidding. Okay? You bid. All the people who are interested parties have to bid on it. Now, there's a rule. We tell the person who was Magdish the field, you have to start the opening bid. You follow? And, uh, uh, and the reason why is because the Bible give the fifth and they're going to be adding on a fifth so obviously we prefer their bid before anybody else's because, because Hegdish will make an extra 25% actually on the, on, and, that's, and that's why he has to do the opening bid um, story goes that there was somebody who was Maktish's field only because it was a terrible field it cost him more to maintain than it was able to produce so he's like, forget about it, I'm just going to be Makdish. So they told him, okay, but you have to start the opening bid. So he says, I'm, open, I'm, I'm opening the bid at basically at a dollar. Okay, like very, very poor, very little bit of money. Um, and uh, uh, Rabiosi says, no, he didn't even say a dollar, he said an egg. I'll give an egg, <laughs> okay? Hard-boiled, <laughs> regular, <laughs> I'm not sure. 
Well, uh, right, so exactly, whatever. He says he was redeemed with an egg. I don't understand the concept of beating. Why would you, why would you beat, why would somebody else would beat on a shetach that you say, that you believe it's worthless? That's the story. Listen to what happened. You're absolutely right. And listen to what happened. Listen to what happened. So he, he didn't get the end of the story. So he says that he, so he started his bid like very, very low, like the bare bottom, right? And what happened? And uh, so, again, because why did Rabbi Yossi say this? Is because it doesn't even need to be actual money. It could be uh, items. You don't have to. Shava Kesev is Kesev. So they told him. So the guy hit the gavel right away. Sold. For and now egg. you sold for an egg back to the owner. So therefore, not only do you get your land back that you that you're really trying it to get rid of, egg. but it costs you an egg too. To Plus twenty five percent. Plus one. A quarter of an egg. Slice an egg. A quarter of an egg. So Hagdis got it was good. For, it was a good deal for Hagdis. So at least you get they got the jumbo egg. That's it. You left with egg in this case. So you have a bad piece of land, and now you lose. But there is no land that's not worth. It does not exist. <laughs> that doesn't exist. A jumbo. Where maybe there's some oil down there. Oh, where you're in America. Maybe there's some gold down there. Come to Mexico. Come to Mexico. All right, right, right. So they're sticking him with his property, right? The point being is, is that it's it doesn't usually work. That's exactly the right thing. Nobody bid on it, and therefore it was sold back to him, and he had to pay. Uh, to get back his own land that he was trying to get rid of. question. What, what does it mean to say that it costs more to keep up the land than to, than to produce for you? Let it. He lives alone. It's not, it's not improved. It's not, it's not a uh, council, city council telling him he's got to make improvements. Oh, there's no taxes? Is that what trying to say? Bronx is filled with properties like that. You have to pay taxes. <laughs> yeah, right. Why does now the whole New York is like that. Why does he have to put anything into it? Why does he just leave it fallow? Why does he have to, leave, he have to put any money into Lots it? Lots of land like this. Yeah, lots of property. Taxi hits you. Back you don't make profit. You make a profit on a property. Talk to anybody in real estate. They say, "What do you mean these kids?" I know. Today, talking back then. Back then, back then the what? Property taxes back then? Very yes. possibly. Yes. Why not? Yeah. Taxes is. is it, I thought this. Yeah. I thought that's one of the things. Per apartment, <laughs> per year, or per month. Per month. Yeah. Per month. Per month. It used to cost me out of, out of my pocket. Out of my pocket, cash. So this is quite possible that it could, even back then, it could cost him money. You know, he leaves the fallow. Doesn't pay. Ain't gonna give me a What do Whatever, whatever. It was wrong. Whatever. That's what it is. It's I, reality I, I, of life. I'm sure bit. things have changed. You know, the fact that it exists now, that Everybody people have that, that situation. Because his name is on the deed, he has to... So whatever, right. It's his de'achuzah. There's a cost of that. He says, the, yeah. the right, the but cost okay, is okay. more than the improvement. Whatever. It's Even that, it's just not worth it. He was hoping to get rid of it. And I saw it fight Chuck. There's always cost. All right, go ahead. I never made it money. All right. With that... Oh, I touched a nerve here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, go, calm down. Right. It's okay. Calm. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, it's only a theoretical. It's not theoretical. 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 Amen. Amen. Okay. So the Gemara says, somebody was his field and, um, uh, in a time when there's no Yovel. So we tell him, you start the bidding. What do you mean we tell him? We force him to start the bidding. He must be the first bid. So the Gemara says, you're right. Either when we, we're saying it in a nice way, but we mean forcing him. Or we give him the opportunity to do it with our asking nicely. Would you like to start the bidding? 
as a as a courtesy. And if he doesn't, they say, "Would you like to start the meeting?" You can start changing the tone. Is that but first, you start. That's right. Kofi? So we kofin means forcing. Force. So the answer is is that we start nicely. Kofi, if he doesn't catch that. on, then then he start. Then we start bringing out the serious. Uh, okay, the the, the 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 strength. Okay, brings us to the next thing. We said the reason why he must start the bidding is because he's the one who adds the fifth. So the Gemara says, is that the only reason? There's other reasons. First of all, he has a greater appreciation for his own property, not usually, um, and therefore he'll redeem it at a higher value. He value it. Every, I don't know, I, I never met a seller who doesn't um, think value his property more, think than, more than anybody else does. Right. All sellers somehow think that their property was really worth so, so why much Why are they selling it? <laughs> That's well, a good question. <laughs> But why are we seeing this? That's case? entirely besides <laughs> the point. They made the in one the Egdash? No, no. Mesa Mikdash is not in the business of oh, uh, dealing oh, with the land. They get, they get property is donated, yeah. and then they're, the goal is to sell it and get the money. That's what they need. They need okay, fungible okay. things. Okay. So you can give them anything. They're happy to take it, but... They, but they're going to just... A worthless piece of land. No, no. But he has... That's the point. They're very well protected because he has to do the starting bid. If nobody else bids, he just... He's stuck, uh, with, he he stuck with it. He, and he has to pay it. also. So he's still making money. Right. So yeah, they always may get money. something out of the it. That's the point. That's the point. Never <laughs> bet against the house. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the next thing is... Also, there's another factor that's a reason why you should start is because... Uh, there's a, pr- a priority to, that the Gula should be with the Aton himself the, when he redeems from the, the ground. The original. So it's a mitzvah that he should be the one to redeem it. So there's two other reasons. So the Gemara says, you're right. We told you one, and there's multi- more reasons than that. <coughs> each, each of those reasons are also true, in addition to this reason that he adds a fifth. All right. Story goes that the person was Makdish's field because it was so bad. In the end, he had to pay over. Now the question is, what's the machlokas between Rabbi Yudah I mean, Rabbi Yossi says that it was an egg, or the Tanakhama says that it was an iser. Rabbi Yossi, or was Tanakhama says it was an iser. What's the chiluk between the two? Um, so first, we, they're not arguing whether shavakesef or kesef because that we, everyone agrees that shavakesef is kesef that you don't need to be with cash. So the Gemara says you're right. That the arguing is whether you need the fifth to at least be a pruta, and that's what he's saying. If it's an iser, then a fifth of an iser is still a pruta. Okay, it's a couple of prutas. It's eight prutas in Isser, as we learn in the Gemara and Kedushan. Anyway, Mishnah and Kedushan. So the Gemara says that um, that's, um, that's, one, that's what they're actually arguing. And Rabbi Yossi says, even an egg is good enough. Now, um, what they told him is, you get it. So basically, he lost in Isser, which is siding with the Rabbanon's version of the story, because they didn't say you have to put an egg and a half, and a quarter, you know, another quarter egg on top of the egg. Okay. Next, uh, next Mishnah, we said somebody says that uh, um, I'm ready to pay. He bid ten on the field. Okay, beautiful, ten slum. Next guy says twenty slum. Next guy says thirty slum. Next guy says forty. Next guy says fifty. Okay, and what happens? Then the fifty guy, uh, nobody's no more bids, and he's like, oh, I'm the last guy standing. He <laughs> oh, starts no, <laughs> and he starts backing out. He says, like, I changed my mind. I don't want the fifty. So he says, sorry, listen, if you bid fifty then you can at least have to pay that overage from the 40 to the 50. So, and that's the story. And then we force him for 10. No, even though he's not going to get the field, he's got to pay that extra 10. Then the 40 person backs out. He's going to have to do the 10, the, uh, 10 till the 30. 30 backs out. He's going to have to do 10 till 20. 
20 backs out, 10 till the 10. 10 backs out, um, so then we sell it at its value, whatever somebody actually buys it at. And, you know, the true value was only whatever it is, five. So the five, he's going to have to pay the difference to get it up to 10. Because he bid 10, you got to make sure that basically once the word comes out that that number, the Hegdish has to get that number. So you got to make it good all the way up to the, the one. The number has to get it because if They're going to get it. Where, where's this concept of being able to withdraw a, a bid? You really, uh, well, it's, uh, it's... not going to pay. Huh? You might lose money. Well, so, well, what do you mean? Well, that's what we said. We're institutionalizing we're, it by saying in the mission that you draw, withdraw. That, like it's a we're not plan. recommending it, but we're saying you're not, yeah, your yeah, withdrawal... Yeah, your withdrawal is not going to be, uh, is not going to, is, is no, not going to no. take away, it's not without consequence, and it's not going to take away from the, that amount ending up in the hand of, that, of the, of the base of Migdash. Okay, and, and that's the idea. In, okay. in regular auctions these days, is there, is there such a thing? If you bid in an auction, an art auction, say I'll bid, you know, $1,000. Well, sometimes, well, there, there, I really don't know. I'm not familiar with those. I mean, all I know is that those. <clears throat> all I know is that when it comes to property auctions, there's a lot of nasty. Right, there's a lot of nasty stuff that goes on there. Like people bid it up and then they change their mind and then, and then the, then the people who thought they were bid out walked off already and then they go back again and then they restart it and there was nobody there now and now they can get it at a cheaper price. They do things like that. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. That's on. Hey, the, it's like an insurance uh, policy. Like on oil leases, I'm sure that happens, isn't it? Oil leases when they. Anyway, so that's the story. Okay, but let's see. Okay, okay. Anyway, the bottom line is. Um, uh, oh, so the Gemara says. Um, what next thing we talked about is what if the Bailam say we obviously are going to give it to the Bailam because 20, his 20 is really 25. Okay, he's going to be adding on a fifth. Now, uh, one person says, I'll take it for 21. So now, obviously, if we go with the Bailam at 20, that means we get 25 as the, as the Hagdish. So we prefer him, but we, now we're losing out on that extra one. So we force the Bailam to pay 26. And the same is true for 22, that he's going to have to pay 27. Same is true for uh, 23, that he's going to have to pay 28. And also for 24, he's going to have to pay 29. And also 25, he's going to have to pay 30. That's the bottom line because, uh, and the Gemara will get to, wait a second, 25, that's a matched bid already. Yeah. Why should he have to outbid it? Gemara asked that question. Okay, so we'll get to that. Um, anyway, the point is we don't add a fifth the point, what, what the message here is, is that although he, his bid was only 20, so he only owes that 5 over that. Now he has to match the extra, but not, he doesn't have to add a fifth on that extra. That's the difference. And that's the story, and that is what happens. So this is all in the Mishnah. So we got the Mishnah. Next, so first things first, the Gemara brought down, the Rav Chista says, is that that's only true if the, when does the 50 person have to pay only 10 and that's all he has to do is mm-hmm. that's when the 40 person is still standing on his bid so then then that's all then that's it he, he'll pay the 40 he'll get it for the 40 and the extra 10 he, the, this guy has to put in 
Okay? Um, but if the 40 person backed out, so then the 50 and the 40 are going to still have to chip in between the 40 and the 30, because that's the standing bid. So they both have to pay, and therefore that amount between, because both the 50 person and the 40 person are bidding up to 40, okay, together. So they shared the cost of the up to 40 cost um, between 30 and 40. And basically, that's right, you got the example. That's exactly what happens. And it's the same situation with uh, each one going down the line, okay, um, that they're going to be chipping in. So that is the explanation, what we said. So that's if they pull out at the same time, though, right? You said. What? Isn't if, they, if they pull out, withdraw at the same time. We'll get time. to that. That was the salute. That was the end. And you're, you're jumping oh. to the end, right? So at this stage, we we didn't. Oh, we don't understand that. We're not aware of that distinction. Oh, okay. So we're just thinking that uh, that that's what's going on. So the Gemara says, why does the Mishnah? Why did the Mishnah only say that he's paying ten? Okay, it didn't mention anything about that. So. Um, so the Gemara says it's actually each are different cases. There was a case of 50 that went down 10. And then there was another case of 40 that went down 10. And then there was a case of 30. In other words, it wasn't the same bid from, from 50, 40, 30. Why, why do we have to keep repeating yeah. it? Okay, yeah. well, that's a good question too. But uh, the Gemara was, uh, proved it, let, let, sort of let it slide till the last one. Because when you say 10, uh, then we said then what we do is we make the, uh, the person who bid 10... Uh, um, pay the difference between what it actually was purchased at mm-hmm. and, the, and the number 10. The question is, what do you mean the number? Just say the other guy, okay? There's only one other person. If each case switches, there's only one other person. So the Gemara says, you're right. And that's why the Gemara says that really what's going on over here is it depends on how the retraction worked. If they all retract at the same time, so then it actually goes down, uh, then they all have to chip in if they all backed out together. But if, if when the 50 person backed out, the 40 person still stood at his bid, so then uh, he's, he's out only the 10 because the 40 band still stood. If then he, later on he decides that, you know what, I changed my mind also, so then he is going to be solely responsible at that juncture for the 40 till the actual bid underneath him. So that's the story, and that's what uh, that's the Gemara answered, and we brought a price, in fact, that supported that, uh, that, that exactly that understanding that uh, indeed they all would have to split it and that is basically where dot. we got up to. It's at the two dots and, and right? I think that's where it is. Basically, yeah, the yeah. 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 